Well, welcome back to the podcast. Today I have with me, um, what episode was Kyle? Number two? Kyle was two. I was two? I thought it was like seven. No, you were you were two. Dang. It went Anna, Kyle, and then oh, my geez. friend from North Carolina, Olivia. Wow. You've come a long way. <laughs> Anyways, I wanted to bring Kyle on today because I wanted to talk to him about something that I think a lot of engineers either think about doing or actually do um, at some point in their career, whether they're a student or a professional. And that is making the jump from engineering to business. And Kyle is a perfect example of this. Um, I guess I'm kind of speaking for him at this <laughs> point, but he graduated with his undergraduate in mechanical engineering this past May, and now he is in the Master's of Science in Finance program. So Kyle, um, you, haven't, you haven't really said anything yet. <laughs> thanks for being on this yeah, real quick. Thanks for, thanks for having me again. I, it was fun. It's fun last time. It's going to be fun this time too. Yes, sir. Anyways, I'm just curious, what made you apply for this MSF program? And I'm guessing, yeah, like what made you apply so early on? Yeah, I actually was one of the last round of admits for the program. Um, I applied the summer after my junior year and, and before the start of my senior year. Uh, I had been on an engineering team, um, an aerospace engineering team, uh, for two years at that point and had, was wrapping up my second engineering internship. I was just kind of realizing that I didn't really like the engineering work as much as I thought I would. I really liked the problem solving I did in classes, but found that I wasn't, I feel like a, a really great engineer has a creative gene that, that allows them to approach design problems and, and, solution, and find solutions that people wouldn't think of. And, and I found that I was really good at solving formulaic problems, but not coming up with designs. And I was surrounded by these engineers um, just on this engineering team and, and in my internships who maybe didn't do as well in classes, but were just leagues ahead of me in their ability just to look at a problem and say, we should do this. And that really intimidated me because I was like, I've always thought that if I make good grades, then I'll be a good engineer. But mm -hmm. it turns out those things might not be perfectly correlated. And so I knew I wanted to eventually make the leap to business. I figured I would work in engineering for a couple of years and then go management. Um, and I heard about the MSF program and had always kind of written it off because I thought it was like going straight from engineering to like stock trading or um, being like a stockbroker um, because it, the nickname for the program is Stim to Stocks. Um, but I went to an informational and kind of learned that it's pretty typical for people to still go engineering route but just have a master of finance. And so that's honestly what I thought I was going to do um, was go engineering and then just hopefully be promoted to management quicker. Mm -hmm. And then as I like entered the program and started taking finance classes, I just realized I like finance better. Mm -hmm. And so now moving forward, I'm just looking at full-time financial services roles. Yeah. Can you explain to me exactly what finance is? It's just very broad, and I mm -hmm. feel like there's, you know, a lot more specifics than somebody who's never had exposure yeah. to it like me. That's a good question, and at first I'm like, gosh, what is finance? Mm -hmm. um, in broad terms, when, when thinking about finance in terms of a company, it's how and where they get their money from, 
whether that's they take on debt like loans or through investors. Um, and on more personal um, levels like banking, it's um, for individuals where what they do with their money. And so basically boiled down to it's um, it, when people want to make investments, whether that's people or companies want to make investments, whether that's into a project or um, into a stock um, or they, they want to grow their money because money is worth something. Um, but we want it to be worth more in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's, that's basically the founding principle behind most companies is they want to make more money yeah. um, to give to their owners. And so, um, but that's, that's deciding um, whether to invest in stocks, whether that's in deciding whether to invest in bonds, to figure out where money's coming from. Basically, mm-hmm. it's where does money come from and what are we going to spend it on? Okay, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Was there another route of business that you wanted to explore or were you pretty set on what, like the finance route? Um, I, so I was interested in accounting a little bit because accounting is different from finance. I didn't, it took me a long time to learn that. And then accounting is just, finance is deciding where and how, where money's going to come from and where it's going. Accounting is just recording that. So accounting is kind of the middleman of recording where the money is right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that was interesting to me. Um, but uh, I also was interested in operations for a while mm-hmm. um, because that was kind of a blend in engineering and finance. Um, but didn't really have much experience of that in my undergrad. Mm-hmm. And kind of just saw an opportunity as like an analyst to, to look at business decisions which is a very broad term because mm-hmm. it's different in every company and say, is this profitable? Will this make us money? Mm-hmm. Should we consider t- continue pursuing this project or move in another direction? Gotcha. Um, and you were the like in charge of the finance for Arrow, right? Mm-hmm. And would you say that was your first financial type position that you've held or have you done something financial uh, I actually got that role because of my experience in bucks as a mm, uh, I was yeah, a finance yeah. executive I remember that um, which was a, a role I kind of just got lucky with in that it started as like a fundraising role and but I also had to keep a budget and so then I got the role with arrow because I wanted to do something on an engineering team and I wasn't a great I wasn't a great engineering candidate because I'd never had a design team experience mm-hmm. or an internship um, and so I was like well I know to do finance I can do the I can deal with um, SOFC which is the SOFC the, yeah yeah SOFC which is the like A&M University accounting something, system. Yeah, student something office of financial services or no CU's center center right yeah. something like um, that and so it's like I know how to deal with this I know how to keep a budget um, and I realized that set me apart from engineers because I knew how to do that. Mm-hmm. And then enjoyed keeping a budget. That was more accounting than finance because I was just recording. And then on moving forward from that, I was like, well, I, I like this. I'm good at this. And other engineers aren't good at this. And I started looking at financial roles for this summer because I knew, or last summer, 2021, um, the year after I graduated undergrad or the summer I graduated undergrad and was lucky enough to find a role at Capital One that was like a business analyst technically and it was the 
kind of a blend between they were like looking for engineers because they had problem solving mindsets, mm-hmm. um, but also accepted like financial majors because they like like people who had right. who knew how to like think of money and and so that was a really kind of great step into mm-hmm. financial services for me. Yeah, um, you often hear like the the phrase a lot of engineering is you learn on the job. You know, you learn the problem solving in school, but the concepts in school don't always translate over. Mm-hmm. Would you say that's the same with your role this past summer? I don't know how many classes yeah. you took for MSF at that point, but... I think finance is a little bit different where it's a lot more predictable what your job will look like within finance, but there's a lot of soft skills and they'll tell you like, you need to be good at these things, mm-hmm. but they're predictable, but you have to learn them on the job. Um, like. When in engineering, you're faced with a lot of very ambiguous problems, like how are we gonna? Um, I mean, just like oil and gas, it's like how you're looking at a refinery, you have thousands of, of pipes, thousands of machines, and any one of them might go down, and you have to figure out how to fix it or replace it, or if there's a way to improve it. And there's hundreds of ways to do that. With finance, a lot of times it's it's like, how are we gonna finance this deal? Where are we gonna get the money from? who can do it for the best price. And so the work you're doing is very similar, but it's a lot of soft skills like knowing how to work Excel and knowing how to model, um, do financial modeling, knowing how to give a PowerPoint presentation. And so I think you can better prepare for the hard skills on the job, um, but I came into this summer not really knowing much of that and learned, but was told like in, in a lot of these analyst roles, they're really looking for that problem-solving mindset in the first place because the concepts aren't that hard to learn mm-hmm. um, just compared to engineering. Like, I'm not putting down business <laughs> uh, majors, but it's a lot more just, like, memorizing and learning how to do stuff, whereas engineering, you have to understand actual theory. Mm-hmm. And so they just wanted people that knew how to sit down and look at a problem and devise a way for, for coming up with a solution. Okay. If I asked you, or not if, I'm going to ask you, <laughs> what is a one hard skill and one soft skill that you came away from the summer learning that you didn't know before? Um, I got to learn how to code in SQL, which I think was really cool. Mm-hmm. I learned a lot about uh, data analytics, and that was a big part of my role, was, was looking at kind of semi-clean data that we collected um, from customers at Capital One and determining their behavior. And so... I learned a lot about literally just pulling data from a database um, and then working with it, looking at different graphs, different views. Um, And that was something that I was really interested in and actually like made me interested in pursuing a data analytics specific career Mm -hmm. uh, once I finished my master's. And I'll probably go back to Capital One and be doing something pretty similar Mm -hmm. next summer. Um, And then a soft skill I learned was a lot about presentation skills we had to give I probably had to give like two presentations a week oh wow um which sounds intimidating but yeah. it was just to my to my manager he's like hey what have you done this the last like three days yeah. and it was easiest just to put in a powerpoint and say this is what I'm working on mm-hmm. this is what I found and he would be like all right cool this this looks good this looks good this is wrong these numbers don't look right where'd you get them from mm-hmm. um, but they have a really good uh presentation training course and Capital One's very big on 
a couple principles for PowerPoint, um, and it's that each slide should tell its own story and should be part of a larger story, and they read like a book, um, and that they're, they were really interesting, and I had a different concept that I learned, was that instead of having a, like a short descriptive title like average sales, it would be like, it would describe a figure and then have a figure and be like, mm. the average sales were down 50% this quarter. And so you can look at that top line and know what this slide was going to present on mm. before you even move on. And so yeah. it was really easy to learn, or not learn, it was easy to kind of go through mm. other people's slides and see and find information you needed. So I thought that was really neat because it kind of was different from, I feel like we've learned that it's like, title what you're going to talk about and then give three bullet points on what you're going to talk about. Yeah. And the truth is that's just a really boring presentation. Oh yeah. That sounds similar to how they expect us to label graphs in reports mm -hmm. where you don't just say, uh, for example, like impact energy versus like, um, quenching temperature versus impact energy, but like yeah. you, you, a little more descriptive. It's interesting. Um, was there anything that they gave you responsibility wise? that you felt like they gave you because you had an engineering background? Or do you feel like the roles that, the responsibilities you were given were similar to anybody in the same role as you, regardless of what undergraduate major they were? So it was interesting. Probably the most common like person in, an, in the business analyst role was a chemical engineer. Mm. And so I actually, I talked with some people and I thought I kind of got the role because I was pursuing the masters of finance. And I actually was there where they're like, we actually recruit really heavily for engineers because they're better at looking at ambiguous problems and solving them um, versus finance business majors because they're more used to formulaic approaches mm -hmm. of, which is like a little bit different from what I said earlier. But, um, yeah. but they're, they're used to seeing like doing like accounting problems or finance problems or... Um, like just doing numerical math to find like profit. And this was like, hey, these are what our numbers are. What do they mean? Required interpretation. Mm -hmm. And so I actually think a lot of people I met were biomedical engineering, mechanical engineering, chemical engineering. Mm -hmm. And so I don't think I was given any special roles for that. I think um, they try to align you with a team that you'd fit with based on your skills, but I, I think that was basically more my personality than, than my background in engineering. Mm -hmm. I, guess, I guess that's not entirely true because there's, there's some are more like marketing focused and some are more product focused with a product being more data driven. Mm -hmm. And so yeah. I think they did try to get engineers for the more data driven. Okay, gotcha. And before the summer even began and before you knew you had your internship with them, were you solely applying to these like financial services company or were you also applying to engineering companies too? Gosh, I kind of was just throwing darts, uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> trying to hit something. Um, I really was lucky with Capital One, uh, but I went to the business career fair in the spring and was trying to get a financial mm -hmm. services uh, internship because I knew um, that I was going into that master of finance and I and I figured well I should probably get a finance yeah job and so I was actually really lucky with capital one because it's my only offer and so <laughs> uh -huh. um 
I, I was super blessed to find that because now I'm, I'm most likely going back full time. Yeah. Um, and I never would have guessed that in January of this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you see yourself ever going back to any sort of engineering role or any, any engineering company like a, yeah. like a General Motors or, you know, not a financial services company? I would actually love to work for an engineering company. I don't know if I'll ever do an engineering role. Mm-hmm. It'd be more like I transition into a um, financial specialist role at Lockheed or at GM, or mm-hmm. or I could plan a role, yeah. um, or like product management, um, and kind of kind of just depends on my career path at Capital <coughs> One. Because a lot of people go there and stay there for, for a really long time. That's good. There's also pre- some pretty good exit opportunities. Um, and they've got some good product management routes, which I think I'd be really interested in. Yeah. That's exciting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For me, I know a lot of what I think I want to do is engineering, or at least like manufacturing operations in the beginning, and then probably management. Mm-hmm. But I do know long-term... Like, I want to do something business-related. And it's not because I don't have any interest in engineering. It's just I think business gives you a more broader scope of, like, you have a better idea of what you're working on. Yeah. So I'll definitely uh, I'll definitely be hitting you up if I, uh, <laughs> if I need a job or <laughs> something inside. But that, that's really cool. Yeah. Do you know, like, if you were to go with Capital One, would you be in Texas or? Yeah, I'd be in their Plano office. And so okay. It's, it's a good distance because I know people in Dallas and it's a couple hours from hometown. Gotcha. Um, and good good city to start off my career, mm-hmm. I feel like. Yeah. No, that's good. Um, and then last last question. If, if you were to go back and redo college again, would you still go pursue engineering knowing what you know right now? Would you still go down the path that you went down or would you just go straight in business right away? Honestly, I think I, I think I would do the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I really enjoyed mechanical engineering undergrad. Mm-hmm. I like the challenge, and it's a comment I get in every interview is, oh, you're mechanical engineering, and they're just impressed that I'm from that background. I've, we've done a lot of networking for, through MSF, um, and they brought a lot of people in, and it's like undergrad mechanical engineering. MBA, Harvard. <laughs> and so it's like there's a lot of really impressive mechanical engineers out in the workforce who transition to business. And so I wouldn't I wouldn't change anything. Um, I, I like the, the MSF track because I thought I always thought I'd probably get an MBA, but this kind of is a good alternative to that. Mm-hmm. And so I like knowing that I probably won't ever have to come back to school. Yeah. Um, barring a company being like, hey, we'll pay you to go to get your MBA yeah. on the weekends. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah, I think it makes you more well-rounded. And mm-hmm. I know some people like aren't sure to go into a program like that, but if you are already interested in it, like why not? So it's awesome to hear. Mm-hmm. Um, that brings us to the end of this topic. Kyle, thank you again for yeah, being on thanks this. Thanks for having me. Of course. Better technology this time too. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, we'll catch you on our next one. Peace out.